We begin today the Gemara, the last line on Daf Nun Beis Amid Beis, where it says, Nafal Afan Avcholo. This is uh, quoting from the Mishnah Namar Aleph. The Mishnah said, in a case where Nafal Afan of Mikhail Akriya, there was a shirt that's walking along in a Shusarabim, and there's a bird there. And inside the bird, there's a worker that's there to expand this bird. And he's banging away. And the banging startles this ox that's walking there. And as a result, the Mishnah says, the shirt fell in. Nafal, Lashon of the Mishnah was, Nafal Lefonov Mikolakriya. Now, the Lefonov means that the shirt fell on its face. Fell facing down. So in that case, the Mishnah says, Chayiv, the Balabar is going to be Chayiv. Then the Mishnah though says, La'acharov, if the shirt falls on its back, not on its face, then he's potter. The Balabar is going to be potter for this. Okay, so there's two different details to focus on over here in understanding what the Mishnah says. One detail is the fact that the Mishnah makes a distinction between the position of how the, fir, uh, sorry, the shirt fell, whether it fell on its face or fell on its back. Then there's another detail over here about uh, the koyal akriya, that the, what caused the, 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 the shirt to fall into this bird was not just the fact that there was an open pit over here. It's the fact that there was someone that was banging inside the pit and that uh, caused the shirt to fall in. Okay, so when we get to the second detail, the Gemara is going to discuss soon. But first, when we get to the first detail, the difference in the position of how the Shara fell in, the Gemara here brings a machlekes in the Pshat of the Mishnah. Omar Rav, so Rav explains, Lofonov means Lofonov Mamish. When the Mishnah says Lofonov, it means like it sounds literally, that the Shara fell face down, it fell on its face into the bar. And La'achrov, when it says that it fell on its back, it means La'achrov Mamish, literally, that it fell on its back. That's the distinction the Mishnah is making. And Vizeb, Vizeb, Bar, both of them are talking about when this shar fell into the bar here. So why should there be any distinction in the position of how the shar fell into the bar? Rav is because Rav follows his reasoning that we learned before. Rav explains what's the main chiv of the bar. The Omar, Rav, Bar, Shechayv, Alav, Lahavloi, V'loi, the reason you chayev for the damages that happen inside a bayr is as a result of the fumes of the bad environment that there is inside a bayr that causes the shayr that falls in not to be able to maneuver, position itself, and therefore when it falls, it hurts itself. And you're not, but you're not chayev for the impact because the karka of the bayr that's there from before. That's karka reshusarabim. That uh, the bala bayr is not chayev for. So therefore, over here, when the shayr falls face down, Wait, so the so the was existing already. Yep. So when the shirt falls face down, so there, the fumes went into its face the, 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 and it affected the shirt, it startled the shirt and therefore it can't position itself and it falls down and it bangs itself. So we know that the hevel of the boyer caused the damage, the yachayev. But when the, but when the shirt falls down with its back going in and it falls on its back, so that the hevel of the boyer doesn't affect it at all. There was no, it, it fell in the chatchila on its back and there was no hevel that affected it. There just the bang, the impact on the ground that affected it. For that, you're going to be potter. That's the distinction that the Mishnah is making here. Shmuel <coughs> Omar, however, Shmuel says, Pshat of the Mishnah is different. If the shayf fell into the bayr, so then it doesn't matter in what position it fell into the bayr. Whether it fell on its face, whether it fell on, on its back, either way, it's going to be chayif. There's no nafkimine because... Shmuel the Taimei, Shmuel follows his reasoning. The Omar, Shmuel says, The fact that Yechayev for the damage of the shirt inside a bird, so yet yeah, the Hevel that causes that damage Yechayev for it, and, but for sure, 
Shmuel holds on, you are high for the impact on the ground. The one that dug this bird is the one that uncovered and made this place here in the bottom where it got banged. So for sure you're high for that. So either way it fell and banged itself in the bottom of the bird, you're going to be high. So now what did the Mishnah mean? When the Mishnah says there's a difference of Lofanov and L'Achrov, when it says here, in this case, when it fell into the bear because of the sound of the person that was digging here in the bear, and it says in the word Mishnah, what does La'achrov mean? The shah is walking along the bear and then it stumbles upon this bear, but it doesn't fall inside the bear. It falls behind the bear, which means it falls outside the bear. Because of the, the, this bear it, and the person that's working inside the bear, the, the shari gets startled, but it didn't, it didn't fall inside the bear. It fell outside the bear. In such a case, that's what the Mishnah is saying, the one that dug the bear is going to be potter. If it falls inside the bear and it gets injured or it dies inside the bear, that you chayef for. But if your bear just causes it to fall outside the bear, for that you potter, because that is just a grama. You're not chayef unless it fell inside the bear. That's Shmuel's Pshat in the Mishnah. Okay, so the Gemara now brings a question on Rav Shet. The question was asked on this. In Ebrahisa it says clearly, When the shirt falls inside the boyer, Whether it fell face forward, face down, or it fell on its back, the position that it fell in doesn't make any difference. Either way it's going to be Chayiv. To Yuf to the Rav, so this clearly refutes what Rav said. So the Gemara answers, Amar Rav Chizdeh, he gives a few answers to explain this b'raith according to Rav. First, Rav Chista says, Rav, Rav will admit that there's going to be no distinction in the position that the shayr fell into the bayr, if this bayr that you dug here is in the reshus of the bala bayr. As we learned already before in the Masech here, before the last few blot, there's two types of bayrs. There's the bayr in the reshus and there's the bayr that you dig in your reshus if you mafkir the area around it, so then you're going to be chayev for the damages that happens for someone that falls into the bayr. So here we're talking about a bayr that is, you, you own it, it's in your reshus. The chayev, in such a case, no matter how the shayr falls in, you're going to be responsible. Because over here, you can't make a difference between the hevel and the chabotah. Either way, it's your responsibility. If it's the bad, the fumes of this boyer, it's, it's your hevel, because it's, it's your boyer here. And even if it's also the impact, that's why the shayr that fell and died, the chabata is also yours. The whole thing that Rav said, that you're not high for the chabata is, is when it's karka oilam, when it's in the shusha rabin, not when it's your bar. And that's what this b'raisa was talking about. Rav has another pshat in the b'raisa when it says that it doesn't matter the position that it fell in. The case of here is really there is a difference in the position that it falls in. I, why did the b'raisa say that even if it fell on its back, you're still going to be chayiv? Because the case is b'mishapach. The animal, the way it fell in, it turned over midway when it was dropping, when it was falling into this bird. The nafal a'ape. The animal stumbled upon the bird and then it fell face forward, the way usually someone falls. The animal it did go in with its face in. So therefore the fumes does affect it. And then this hapech v'nafal agabe. On its way down, it, it turned over and it ended up falling on its back. So the the havle the ahani bay. So the fumes that affected it in the beginning when it fell face down ahani bay. It already had its effect on this shirt that fell in. So even though in the end it actually fell on its back, but the moment it fell in the face forward, so that uh, fumes affects the shirt negatively that it can't position itself and therefore it ends up falling on its back and you're going to be chayev.
But if the, the shayr l'chatchila fell into the bayr on its back and it had no chance to bechla position itself, it, it, there was the fumes doesn't affect it because it, it fell in from the beginning on its back. Then, like Rav said, there will be a distinction. You will be potter. Rav Yisuf Omar, says a third pshat in this brayse. When this brayse says there's no distinction how the shayr falls into the bayr, it's talking about a completely different thing. We're not talking about the damage of the shayr. On the contrary, we're talking about the damage that the shayr causes to the contents of the bayr. Hacha benizge bayr And we're talking about the damages that happen to the contents of this bayr through the shayr falling into it. And mind you, what is this? We had this already before in the Gemara. Shehivish of When the shayr falls in and it causes the water to be the, the ruined and then spoiled. It gets a bad smell because of the shayr that fell into this bar. So this is what this Bryce was saying. It doesn't make a difference how the shayr fell in. Face forward or from, from its back. Either way, the damage that it causes to the water of the bar, the bala shayr will be chayv. So that, that's obviously a completely different case that Rav will agree to. Huh? Yeah, we had this before. Yeah, when you go, when he went into the rishus uh, of the Baal, the Bala, the Nizik, yeah. Tani Rav Chananya, Rav Chananya learned Nabraisa, Lisiyuel Rav. And Nabraisa, it says, like what Rav said clearly, the Nofal, when it says in the Torah that a shirt falls into the burn, Nafa means it falls in the way someone usually falls. How does it usually fall? Face forward. If it fell on its face, because of the sound of the one that's digging over there inside the burr, so then you're going to be chayev. If it falls on its back, because of the sound of the digging that there is in the burr, potter. Then you're going to be potter. And Vizevizev Bayr, both of them are talking about when the shirt did fall into the bayr, but still there's a difference in the position that it falls into the bayr. And the difference is, like Rav explained, because if it falls on its face, then it's getting affected negatively by the hevel, by the fumes. If it falls on its back, then it's not, it's the only effect of the bayr is the chabata, the bang on the ground. So therefore, you're going to be potter for that. Okay, that explains the distinction between Lufanov and La'achrov. Now, as I mentioned, the Gemara comes back to explain over here what, what it said in the Mishnah. We're talking over here about a bayr where the cause for the shur to fall into the bayr was because there was a worker inside this bayr that was banging, and that caused the shur to fall in. So, Omamar, the Mishnah said, what's the case of here? Nofa, Lufanov, Mikoyel Akriya. The, the shur fell into the, into, the, into the bayr on its face because of the sound of the one that's digging there. Therefore, and Chayiv, the Mishnah says, the, the Bala Bar, not the one that's digging. The Bala Bar is going to be Chayiv for this. But the question is, Ve'amai, why should the Bala Bar be Chayiv? Neymeh, why shouldn't we say, that the one that's digging and banging, he's the one that caused this shirt to fall in. Mm-hmm. Not that the Bala Bar should not be Chayiv for this. So this is based on also what we learned in the Gemara before, on, on Dafnum Beis, where the Gemara made a distinction between a shor pikeach and a shor cher, a shor tevekotten. When you have a shor pikeach, a shor that is able to understand where it's going on its level, a shor, so the bala bar is usually putter for a shor that just walks straight into a bar. Why? Because he has to, the shor is expected to understand and know where he's going. But if it's a shor, which is a cher, a shor tevekotten, so then the bala bar is going to be chayv, because such a kind of a bar just walks and doesn't see where he's going, bachlal. So over here, though, why did this shur fall into the bar? We're talking even about a shur pikeach. It fell into the bar because it got startled by the person that was banging inside and made this noise, and that caused it to stumble into the bar. Right? So even the shur pikeach, that's what the Mishnah is saying. Even the shur pikeach, the bala bar is going to be chayiv. So that's what the Gemara is asking. Why should the bala bar be chayiv if his bar would not cause this shur pikeach to fall in? 
What caused the Shari Pikeach to fall in? Just the banging inside the body of this worker there. The worker is not the owner of the body, he's someone else. He's working there, he's a hired worker and he's, he's doing the work in the body. He's the one that wasn't responsible and he caused this shirt to fall in. So now what's the Gemara really asking? So here Rashi explains another important point. What the Gemara is asking is not that the one that is banging should be chayev as opposed to the bala buyer. What the Gemara is really saying, they should both be potter. The one that's banging there is potter because he's just a gaidim. The buyer was there already before. He didn't dig the buyer. He's just doing work in the buyer. His sound startles the animal, which is a pikeach, and causes it to fall in. So he's potter. The, bala, the, the one that's banging there is potter because he's, he's just a gaidim. Right? And, and the bala buyer should also be potter. Because the shirt that fell in is a pikeach, and that's not something he's responsible for. If not for the fact that this person that was banging there was banging, then the shirt wouldn't have fallen. So they should both be potter. So why is the Mishnah saying that the Baal HaBayr is Chayev? That is the Gemara's question. So the Gemara answers, What it says here in the Mishnah, that the Baal HaBayr is Chayev, follows the opinion of Rab Nosen. The Omar, Rab Nosen said, Baal HaBayr Hezeke Ka'ovid. The Baal HaBayr, the one that dug this bird, and that's where the sheriff fell in. And that's where it died. He's the one that does the damage. And therefore, Even though, there was someone else that also caused this damage here, like in our case, besides the fact that you dug this bird, and that's where the shirt actually fell in and died. There's someone else that also participated in causing this damage, which is the person that's banging there. But nevertheless, if you can't get paid from the other person that caused the damage, which is the one that's digging here. Why? Because as I mentioned, the one that's digging there is just a grama. So the one that pays here is the bala bird. The buyer is where the shirt died, so the bala buyer is going to have to pay the full damages for what happened here. That's, so this is based on the opinion of Rav Nassim. Okay, now, to understand better exactly what's the, what was Rav Nassim's opinion and where Rav Nassim said this and how it applies back to our case, so the Gemara brings the, the case of Rav Nassim with all the details about this. Let's see. Excuse me, so it says first, the person who is doing the, 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 the smashing, he's, he's responsible. If he can't do it, then the owner has to pay. Right. Right, so over here, that person doesn't have to pay. So the Balabar is the one that pays. Mm -hmm. So where did the Abnasan say this halacha? The Tanya, so we learned in the Braith as follows. You have one ox that's walking along the road. Another ox comes along and pushes this ox into a bar, into a pit. So the Tanakhama here says, it's only the Balashar that pushed this shirt into the pit that's going to be chayiv for whatever damages happened to the shirt. Balabur Potter, the Balabur where it fell into is going to be Potter. Because the Balabur says, look, my, my bird over here wouldn't cause this damage. You have a shirt, which is a pikeach, which is walking here, and it, and it would be careful. It wouldn't walk into this bird. The other shirt came and directly, Mamish pushed it. He's the one that did the damage. He pushed it into the bird. So he's going to be chayef totally. The Balabur is totally Potter. However, Abnasan Naimir, Abnasan says, no, we split the payment of these damages. Balashur Mishalem Mechza, the Balashur pays half. And the Balabar pays half. If not for the shirt pushing, he would not be damaged. If not for the bird being here and it falling in and, and, and getting hurt or, or died there, then the, the, it wouldn't, wouldn't happen with the bird either. So each one pays half. Mm. Now, the Gemara brings, but there's another Braise where it said that the payment is split between the Balashar and the Balabar differently. But in Abraise we learned that Abnasan said about this case, Balabar, that is Mishalem Gimbalchalakim. The Balabar pays three quarters. And the Balashar pays only one quarter. 
So what's the story here? Do, they, do we split the payment half and half, or is it split three quarters and one quarter? Says the Gemara, Eloi Kasha. There's no contradiction. Ha betam. Over here in this Braisa where it says that you split it three quarters and a quarter, why is the Balashayat only paying a quarter? It's because he's a tam. So a tam would only pay half. So over here, since he pays only half of the damages, so he pays only a quarter. And ha bemuit. In the Braisa where it said that Rab says that the Balashar pays half and the Balabar pays half, that's in the case with the animal, the shirt that pushed is a muid. So usually we'd have to pay Nezak Sholem, and here he's paying half. So he, so he pays, he, the Balashar pays half of the payment and the Balabar pays half of the payment. That's uh, the Pshad in these two Braises. Okay, but now the Gemara comes back here though to explain the second Braise where it says that the Balashar pays a quarter and the Balabar pays three quarters. This is still not understood. Regarding this Braise that says that we split the payment by the time in this way, a quarter and three quarters, my Kasava. What does Rav Nassim hold over here? <clears throat> now, so what the Gemara is going to explain over here, just before I read it inside, the Gemara is basically going to say when you have two different things that cause the damage, you have the Shur that causes the damage and the Bar that causes the damage. So Rav Nassim's opinion is they're both responsible. But there's two ways how to look at this. One way to look at this is that we consider the Balashar to be a full responsible party. He fully caused the damage. And the Balabar is also considered to be a full responsible party. Because it, just the pushing of the shirt had in it the power to kill this shirt. Or just the bird being there also, if it would fall in, has the power to kill the, bird, the, the shirt that is that falls in. They both have the full power to kill completely with what they did or with what happened. So therefore, they both did a full damage. If two do a full damage to one share, so then what we end up doing is we split it. That's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is each one did half a damage. The share and the bar participated in this damage. The share pushes into the bar. So we say that since the damage ended up happening from both together, the share did half of the damage and the bar did half of the damage. Those are the two ways how to look at it. So the Gemara explains. So over here, regarding this case, when we distribute the payment a quarter for the Bala Shair and three quarters for the Bala Bayer, why do we say this? My Kesavar, what does Rav Nassim hold? I Kesavar, if his opinion is, when both the Shair and the Bayer participate in this damage, really each one did the full damage. So therefore, if so, the Halacha over here should be, the Bala Shair should have to pay half. Yes, he's a Tam. And the payment of a Tam is Chatzin Ezek. But he did uh, the full damage. So he should have to pay that full payment of Chatzin Ezek. And then the high, Mishal and Palge. The remaining, which the Bala Shur does not pay. So the Bala Bayer should have to pay the other Chatzin Ezek. Even though the Bala Bayer also did the full damage. But because half was already paid, we're not going to pay uh, the more, more than what the damage was. So the Bala Bayer pays the remaining Chatzin Ezek. So even over here by the time, the payment should also be distributed equally half and half. That really, when the shayr and the bayr participate in causing the damage for this shayr that fell in there, by the shayr pushing it. So the way we view this is that each one did only half of the damage. So if so, the halacha should be that bala bayr mishalem palge, the bala shayr should have to pay half because he only did half of the damage. So he, so usually he would pay full damages, but over here he should only have to pay half. And the Balashoy, which only did half of the damage, so usually he pays half. Over here she pay half of that, which is a quarter. And then the other quarter, the Nizik is going to lose. 
Since we're talking about a shirt tam, so the shirt tam in this case, whenever a shirt tam damages, the uh, nizik loses out half. So over here, the shirt tam is participated in this damage. So a quarter is, is he doesn't have to pay, and the nizik should lose out. Why are we making a distinction over here between the balabir and the balashir? The balabir pays three quarters, and the balashir pays only a quarter. How does this make sense? So Omar Ravis, the Gemara here gives two pshatim for this. One shot is Omar Rav, Rav said, Rav Nassim Dainahu. So first he says, you don't doubt that Rav Nassim, what he said is is uh, is It makes sense. Because Rav Nassim is a judge. And he goes down, he analyzes the depth of halacha and he paskins uh, the way it should be. And therefore he says the pshat is as follows. Really Rav Nassim holds, when the bird and the shir both participate in the damage, each one is doing the damage fully. So your question is, that the bala shir should pay half and the bala bird should pay half. So, so for this, Rav Nassim will explain to you that's not fair. The bala shir says to the bala bird, if I'm ending up paying half, I'm a tam. And I always pay half for the damages. If in this case, I'm still paying half, so then the fact that there's a shutfist, that there's a partnership here in the cause of this damage, that just like I caused the damage fully, you also caused the damage fully, how does that in any way help me? True, they both caused the damage fully, but two people caused the damage fully. So the very fact that there's someone else that caused the damage fully, just like I did, so then there should be part of the payment that's taken off from me. So therefore, why should I pay the full thing? That's why he only pays a quarter. Okay, now there's other Rishayim here that add into the Gemara, because it's not the full explanation yet, because it doesn't really fully explain over here why he pays a quarter, why he pays three quarters. If you look over here on the side of the Gemara, there's others that add over here, that the first point that uh, you have to read in the Gemara is, Tamusoi Mayahanali. What he says to him is, that if I end up paying um, half, so the fact that I'm a Tam, how does that help me? Mayahanali. The Kamashal is Palge Niske. So, uh, so the Gemara then says, no, the Gemara goes, says two points over here. First of all, he doesn't pay the full damages because he's only a Tam, so he only pays half. And then the second point is, besides the fact that he's a Tam, he, there's also a Shutif over here. And therefore, he only pays a quarter. You have to have both of these points together, that he's a Tam, and there's a Shutif to explain why he pays only a quarter. Okay, this is one Hasbro that Rav has said. The other person, the, the, the Bala Boyer, he did the full damages. They both did the full damages, right? No, but by the Bala Boyer, the fact that it's a Tam doesn't make any difference. But the, the, the Bala Boyer is really high of the entire damage. Right, so so the fact that the other person is uh, he, he's a Tam, and there's a Shutif over here, so he ends up paying a quarter. Another pshat, Rav said, and this is the pshat that Rav said that's actually relevant to uh, to explaining how, what's the connection to the case that we spoke about before. As I'll explain, so he says as follows: Really, Rav Nosson holds high palgazekovit, high palgazekovit, that the bala shor and the bala boyer, when they participate in this damage, each one only did half of the damage. With the kakashiloch, so your question was: so if so, bala boyer mishalem palge, the bala boyer that only did half of the damage should pay half. Or that is The should pay half of what he usually pays, which is a quarter. And the other quarter, the nizik should lose out. 
The answer is because over here, Mishum the Amalei Baal Hashir, the Baal because the owner of the shirt, and when the Gemara here says Baal Hashir, it doesn't refer to the Baal Hashir, which was Mazik, it's referring to the Baal Hashir that got damaged. The Baal Hashir that got damaged will say to the Baal Abayr, you're the main responsible party. Because I know to roi When I found my shirt dead, where did I find my shirt dead? In your pit. At Ketalte, you're the one that killed it. Whatever I can get paid from the shirt that pushed it into the bar, I'll get paid from him. But my the Leslie Lishtalumimeaich, what I what I cannot get paid from him, Mishtalamna Mimoch, I'm gonna get paid from you. In other words, Rabnasan holds the opposite of the Swara of the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon say that the Shayr is the main responsible party because he's the one that caused the damage. He's the one that started. He pushed him in. So he's Chayev completely alone. Rabnasan holds sort of the opposite, not completely the opposite, but Rabnasan holds that the Iker one that's responsible for the damage over here is the bird. That's where the shirt actually died, inside the boat. So therefore, he's the one that has to mainly pay. So Anachanami Rabnasan says, there was someone else that participated in this damage as well, because the shirt pushed it into the, into the boat. So therefore, the Bala shirt of the, the Nizik says, whatever I can get paid from the shirt, I'll get paid from him. So here, in this case, the shirt is a tam, so I can only get a quarter payment of him. So whatever remainder there is of the payment, the Balabar is going to be responsible because the main damage is happening through the Balabar. That's the second shot that Rav said. Now, it's this shot that is the explanation for the case that we had in the Mishnah regarding the Bayer and the, the, the person that's digging inside the Bayer, that's banging, that's making the sound, that's startling this uh, shirt to fall in. So in such a case, who caused the damage? So over here, according to Rav Nassim, the Bala Bayer is still the main responsible party because that's where the shirt was found dead, inside the Bayer. Ah, the one that's digging caused this shirt pikeach to fall in. True, he caused it, but he's only a grama. That kaira didn't push directly like the shirt in our case. He's only a grama. So the one that's digging and made the noise is a grama and he's potter. If the one that's digging is potter, so since the shirt was found dead inside the bar, so the bala shirt will say to the bala bar, this is where my shirt was found dead. You're the main responsible party and is going to collect the entire payment from the bala bar. That's explanation for our Mishnah. Amarav, Rav says another Allah. Pushing the shirt is not a grama? No, pushing the shirt is mamish directly. That, that's the hazak imamish. You did the, the shirt, did it directly yeah, and pushed it into the bar. In other words, if Boston the bar there, he injured too. He wouldn't, no. Uh, well, <laughs> based on what the Gemara said before, you have to say that he would be. Yeah, when the Gemara, yeah, he would be. Yeah. Yeah, even if it wouldn't be a bar there. The damage happened in such a eifin that either way, whether, whether there's a bar there or not, he would have been injured. L'chayra. The Mufarshim discussed that. Huh? Mm, I don't know. The Mufarshim discussed that. Okay, Omar Rav said another case that's similar to this Machlekes of Rav Nassim and Rabbi, and Rabbanon that is. So there was a bird here, and you placed a rock by the opening of the bird. So the shark comes along and it trips now on this rock here. And then enough of a bird, because of this, it tripped and it fell into the bird. So now again, we're talking about a Sherpikeach. Usually a Sherpikeach doesn't fall into a bird. It walks around. But over here, there was a rock near the bird. So it tripped and then it ended up falling into the bird. So over here, who's going to be responsible? Says the Gemara. This is the same thing that we said before. The same argument between Rabnasan and Rabbanon. Just like when you have a shirt that pushes into a bird. So the Rabbanon say the Bala shirt is the main one that's responsible. And Rabnasan says, no, it's the Bala bird that's the main one responsible. So the same thing over here. So Rab Nassim is going to say that it's the Bala very responsible and the Rabban is going to say the Bala Evan, the one that placed that rock there is going to be responsible. <clears throat> it's the same exact thing. It's just the difference between an Evan or a Shar. 
So the Gemara says, Pshita, isn't this obvious that it's the same thing? Now, the Tamus, the Gemara says, no, that putting a rock there is not the same to a shirt pushing into the bar. Why? I would think to say as follows. Over there, when there's a shirt that pushed another shirt into a bar, so the Bala shirt says to the Bala shirt that pushed in, Ilav bira didi, if not for my bar, your shayr, which gores and pushes, so just the pushing itself would be enough to kill this shayr. This relates back to the question that you just asked. Even without, without the bar being here, your shayr gave a good zet to this other shayr, that itself would have killed him. So therefore, now that it pushed and it ended up falling into the bar, and it's the impact of the bar that ended up killing him, but still the bala shayr should also be responsible because you pushed him in, in such a way that it could have died in any ways. Ah, but over here, when there's just a, a rock that he put down, so now the, the, this one that put down this rock could say, Bala Evan, La Bala Bur, that is, the Bala Evan says to the Bala Bur, if not for the fact that your pit is dog over here, what would my rock do? If the Shari would stumble upon this rock, have a the Kai, it would fall down and it would get right back up and it would continue walking. It's only because your bar was here that it fell, and it fell straight into the bar. So it's, it's really only your bar that's responsible for this. Kamash Malam, that's what the Chiddush over here with this halacha that Rav said is, that no, the Amalei, the Bala bar could say back to the one that put that Evan there, Yilav Evan, we have enough of libido. If not for your rock over here, this bar would ne- sorry, this shirt is would never fall into the bar. It's a shirt it would walk along its way, it would go around the bar. It's your Evan that causes it to fall into the bar. According to the Rabbanan, it's only the Bala Evan that's gonna be responsible. And according to the Rabnasan, they're gonna both be responsible. Another case which is related to this. We learned the following Machlekis. When you have two, two that cause together a damage. You have a shayr that's owned by a private person. And then you have a shayr that's psule amigdoshin, that gourd. Uh, the Gemara will explain in a second what this means. A shayr that's apostle hectish. They both gourd and they uh, cause this damage. So in such a case, who's going to be high for this? Now the Gemara interjects over here. According to me, the, the, the Marshal over here says that this is not really part of the Gemara. This comes from Rav Yehudoi Goin, one of the Goinim. Taisus over here says, So, my new shayr, uh, my new, what, what is this shayr, uh, shayr, that's a psule amigdashin, it's hektish, which is possible. Shayr b'chayr deloi parikle. This is a shayr, which was a b'chayr, a firstborn is hektish, but it became possible. Once it becomes possible, you can't, you can't redeem this. What happens with a b'chayr that's possible? The kainim eat it. They, they can eat the meat for this and uh, they're eating from hektish. Right? So this shayr that belongs to, to hektish, so when it gores, you know, it's, it's, you're not chayev to pay because the Titus says shayr, uh, if, if, if it wasn't um, redeemed, shayr eyo, not, not uh, shayr shal hektish. Right? So therefore you're going to be potter for this. So you have one shayr that gores that the head yet the owner is, is chayev. The other shayr that gores is psulei amigdashim and you're potter. So how much do you pay over here? Abayi Omar, Abayi says, Mashalam Chatsi Nezek. Abayi says, so in such a case, you only pay the shirt, the bad shirt had yet, of the, the regular owner. So he pays Chatsi Nezek for the damages that happen. Ravin Omar, or another gear here is Rav Omar, Mashalam Rivia Nezek. No, he only pays a quarter of the damages. Okay, so what are they arguing about? So the Gemara actually explains, it's not an argument. Ha, Baha, Betam. 
Both cases we're talking about over here, both opinions, that is, are talking about the shayr that caused the damage is a tam, and a tam only pays chatzin nezek. So what is the machlekes over here? The two opinions is, one is going according to the Rabbanon, and one is going according to the Rabbanon. Now according to the Rabbanon, since the Shire, which is the, 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 the Tam, that belongs to the Hedyet, he is responsible to pay his part. That's it. And now uh, the fact that there's another Shire that participated in the damage as well, and that other Shire that's Hektish, or Psulei HaMikdashim, which is Pasal, so the, re- the, the remainder of the responsibility that that shayr of Psulei HaMikdashim does not pay, does not fall upon the owner of the shayr of Hedyet. He only has to pay his part, that's it. Not what the other person has to pay. But Rab Nassim, as we learned before, says different. No, Rab Nassim says when you have the shayr and the boy that participated in the damage, whatever the bala shayr doesn't pay, the bala boy pays. So similar over here, when you have these two oxen that cause the damage, whatever the shayr that belongs to the Psulei HaMikdashim does not pay, so the shayr, the other shayr of the hadiyat has to pay. So therefore he pays the full chatzinezek that he has to pay as a tam. That's one pshat. Another pshat the Gemara says that ha-betam, and, uh, sorry, just a few words, is or we could say Both opinions, they're both following the opinion of the Rabbanon. Ha-betam, and ha-bamud. The difference is, if we're talking about a tam, so according to the Rabbanon, you pay your part, which is half, so half of Chatzinezek, you pay your quarter. That's it. And Hab and and when we're talking about a Muad, so then you 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 pay only half of what you should have paid, which Muad pays Nezek Shalem. So you'll only you pay only Chatzinezek, but you never have to pay the remainder of what the other party that caused the damage would have had to pay. And over there, in here, in our case, he doesn't pay because it's a share of Suleya Mukdoshin. This is another case where you see over here how this machlokes of Rebbe and Rab Nassim, oh, not Rebbe, sorry, Rab Nassim and Rabbanon plays out. Ikedamri, there's another version for this, uh, for, for what was said over here about this case, that Abayama Abayya said, Chatzinezek. That uh, in this case, when the shirt and the shirt of Psulia and Mikdoshin caused the damage, you pay Chatzinezek. Ravina Oman, Ravina says, Kulanezek. No, you pay, the, the one that owns the shirt had yet, only one that owns the shirt of the, the, the head yet, he pays the full damages. So again, the Gemara says two versions how to explain this machlaik is the same as we said before. Either you could say, ha ha In both, both Abaya and Ravina are talking about the shirt that God, Gordon damages a muid, pays Nezek Shalim. So ha kerabanan. The one that says that you're paying Chatzinezek is like the Rabbanan. You pay your part. You don't have to fill in the payment for the, what the other one is not paying. And the other one that says, no, that you pay the full damages is going like Rab That when two participate in a damage, so then you have to pay the full payment, including what the, if the other is not paying, so you have to fill in and pay the whole thing. Or another shot we could say over here is, both are following the opinion of Rab that the one that pays has to pay the full payment, including what the other is not paying, so he has to fill it in and pay. So over here, the two different uh, uh, statements, the two different opinions are Hab and Muid. When it's a Muid, so then you pay the full payment, and if it's a Tam, so then you only pay Chatzinazik. That is a full payment of a Tam. Omar Rav said another halacha related to what we learned before. Now this is going to be a case where you have three that participate in a damage. And this is all following the opinion of Rav Nassim. Rav Nassim says, when you have a few individuals that participate in the damage, whatever one can't pay, the other responsible party is going to end up paying it. So Rav says, if you have a shayr, so now you have an ox and a person that pushed another ox into a pit. So three participated in this damage. 
So when it comes to the payment of the damages of this share that fell in, that's something that they're all going to be responsible to pay, so you, you, you divide it between all of them. However, then there's other kinds of payment. There's payments of, 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 of our Ba'ad Dvarim. If you push in a person and the person gets injured in the buyer, so then you have to pay besides the Nezek when a, when a person damages another person. So there's payments of Tsar, Ripoy, Sheves, and Baishas, as we learned earlier. So that kind of a payment. And also, Dmei Vladois, if the one that was pushed in was a pregnant woman and she miscarried because of this, that's a kind of payment that is only applies to a person. That, that pushes and causes a woman to miscarry. A shar, as we looked before in the Masechta, a shar that pushes a woman and causes her to miscarry is not going to be chayiv. So therefore, in such a case, Adam chayiv, regarding the four modes of payment, and, and the, the vladois, so that the person that causes damage will be responsible, but vishar abar pater. The bala shayr and the bala bayr is going to be pater for that, because that those kinds of payments, that doesn't apply to them. So according to Rav Nassim, those kind of payments are going to go completely on the Adam. Now, if the one that fell in, the one that was pushed in, is a man that died over there. So now, when, when you kill a person, so there's a halach of payment of kaifer. And a shloishim shal if it's an evet that was pushed in and died, so there's a, there's a knas that the Torah says, you pay a set amount of, of 30 sloyim. Who's responsible for that? Shar chayiv, only the shar is going to be chayiv for this, because both of these payments, kaifer and shloishim, shloim, that's a kind of payment that the Torah says only regarding a shar. Adam ubar peturim, but the person that also pushed in and the bar where it fell into, they're going to be potter for this, because there is no kaifer and there's no shloishim that, that they have to pay. Torah has never said such a thing by an Adam and a bar. So again, according to Rav Nassim, we put that payment on the on the uh, shar, on the bala shar. Malini kalim, if there's kalim that fell in over here and then broke. <clears throat> or of a shar psuli amukdashin, or of the shar that fell in is a shar of pasala hektish. And over here, we're talking about pasala hektish that was redeemed after it became pasala, it was redeemed from the hektish. So over here, in such a case, who's going to be responsible for those damages? Adam v'shar chayavin, the person that pushed in, and the shar that causes damages, they both are responsible for this kind of damage. But a bayer potter, a bayer is going to be potter. So regarding the fact that bayer is potter for the kalim that got, got damaged here, that we know, we learned already many times, that a bayer is potter for kalim. But over here, the Gemara is going to focus on the second point, that the Bala Bayer is going to be potter for the Psuli Amikdashin, for this shirt that belonged to Hektish and got puzzled and got redeemed, you're going to be potter from that as well. What's the source that you're potter for this? <clears throat> My timer. Where did we see this? As the Gemara, because Amakra, the Pasik, by the Bala Bayer that's Chayev, finishes off there and says, that the maze belongs to the Bala Bayer. What does this mean? Bimisha maze Shaloi. Only in a, what case are you high for the damages that happened? Only in a case where you could fully keep this mace and do with it whatever you want. Yatzazeh, so that excludes this case where this shard that fell in, so it, it's psuli al-mukdashin, so the owner of this shard can't do with it whatever he wants. Shayna mace shaloi. Because Rashi over here brings the halacha, Masechta B'chaydis is, a shard that belonged to Hektish and got a mum and got redeemed, even after it gets redeemed, you can't do with it whatever you want. You can't just sell it to whoever you want. You can't give it to eat to your dog to whatever you want. In such a case, if this after this shirt dies, the only thing you can do with it, you can just bury it. So because you can't apply what it says, I may see a loy to the bala shirt, so over there you're not high on these damages by, by the bala boy. 
Shall we say the This is something that was obvious to Rava that there's a special chiddush by a boy that you're not high of amsulei hamukdoshim. This is a shaila that Rav actually asked, and he didn't resolve it. The boy Rav, Rav asked the shaila. This shayr that was redeemed because it was puzzle and it now fell into a boy. Maha, what's going to be the halacha? Are you responsible for this? Do I say the drasha that we said before? Haiva meisi eloi means bimisha meis shaloi. They are only responsible if what got damaged, which and it died then belongs to the Baal HaShoyer and he can do with it whatever he wants, then the Baal is going to be responsible. That excludes this case when he cannot do with it whatever he wants. He has to bury it, so the Baal is going to be Potter. Maybe when the Pasuk says, by a bird, it's coming to teach me a completely different thing. It's coming to say, What it's coming to tell me is that the Baal Asher has to take his dead carcass and now we have to evaluate what is his damage after we see what value he can get out of this dead carcass. The Baal Asher is not going to have to pay full payment over here for this dead Asher, but only after we deduct the value of this Nevelo that he takes for himself. That's what we learn out from Vamesi Eloi, that he has to take the Nevelo. Hudasa. So therefore, we can't learn from here this petur of psuli hamikdashin in a bar. That was the shaila of Rava. Says the Gemara, Basa the boy. After Rava asked the shaila, Hada pashta. He actually did resolve this ibaya, and he, and he said that no, we learn out from here that the sharp psuli hamikdashin that falls into a bar, the balabar is going to be potter. Says the Gemara. So this other halacha that we just brought up, elabaylim metaplim benevela, when a person's shirt dies and gets damaged. So now we say that the owner of this shayr, he has to take the dead carcass. And then the one that caused the damage only pays the difference after we see what the value of this dead carcass is. Minali, from where do we learn that out if we're not learning it out from here? Says the Gemara, Nafkele, he learns it out from a different Pasuk where it says again, Men the shayr. There's another Pasuk where it says the same three words, Vamesi Eloi, and that's by a shayr that gored. By a shayr that gores, it also says that Vamesi Eloi, the Bala shayr that got damaged, takes his dead carcass. So from there we learn out that the shayr that caused the damage, the mazik, only pays the difference after you see what the value of the dead carcass is. Okay, so we have two times this Pasuk. So now the Gemara asks, if so, why are we darshaning this Vamesi Eloi in these two times differently? My chazis, what do you see to say? The vamesi eloi the shayr. When it says vamesi eloi by the shayr that gores and damages or kills, mafkisle, what you learn out from there, lebaila metaplum benevela, comes to teach that the owner of this ox that got, got damaged has to take his dead carcass. And now we evaluate after that what the damage is. And but vamesi eloi the bar. When it says the words vamesi eloi by the pit, over here you learn out something else. Mafkisle, over here you're learning out a putur. Over here you learn out, that the Baal Abed is only Chayiv in a case where what fell in, the Baal Ashar could keep. But if it's P'suli HaMikdash and he can't keep it and do with it what he wants, then the Baal Abed is going to be Potter. Why are we darshaning this differently in these different different places if it's literally the same three words, Maybe I should say the opposite, that by the Shoyer that gores, and it gores the mace, and it's P'suli HaMikdash, you would be Potter. And maybe by the bird I should darshan, I may see a light to say that you have to evaluate the value of the dead carcass. Says the Gemara, no. It's logical to say the way we darshan it, 
that Petur Gabi Boyer, that the words Vamesi Yuloi by Boyer is coming to say of Petur if it's Psulei Amikdashin. Why? Because we see over here the Taita is more lenient. Hail Upata Boyer Sakalim. Because I see the Taita writes, Shur Chamayer. Shur comes to say that it excludes Kalim. So when it says the words Vamesi Yuloi here by Boyer, it's more logical to say that it's also coming to say an exclusion that Yapata for Psulei Amikdashin. But the Gemara asks on this, I'll show you that there's a leniency by the Shur, of course. Petur Gabi Shur. I should say that by Shai, when it says by Meisiyelo, it's coming to say that you put there. Why should came put there by Chatsi Nezek? So you see over there that the, the Torah says by a shayr that if you go as a tam, you only pay Chatsi Nezek. So maybe over there when the Torah writes by Meisiyelo, it's coming to say a patur as well. Says the Gemara, but Kulin Nezek Mias Layashkechan. You don't find regarding a shayr that there's any time that you should be completely putter. So therefore, when it says I may see a light, it's not coming to say a patur over there. Rather, there it's just coming to say that you evaluate the value of the carcass and only afterwards you pay the remainder. But the I may see a light that it says by the bird is coming to say a patur, just like Kalim that you completely put there.